towards the corner. It's going to one hop and go up into the seats for a ground rule double. And it's second and third with nobody out in the Boston third inning. 1,000 extra base hit of David Ortiz's career. A curveball one time to David Ortiz. And it went right out over the plate. He puts it one hop hard into the stands on that right field line. And welcome to the Extra Base Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Jeevo, and we've got Tim with me. Uh, I'm not sure where Roger is, so I think he's um, still on his dial-up network, but uh, he'll get here shortly. Uh, Tonight, special guest, we have Darren McBeth from the Sydney Blue Sox, and um, we'll bring Darren on, and we'll start asking him what the Blue Sox is all about. Hey, Darren, how you going? Hey, guys, how you going? Good. Good Welcome to the show. No, thank you. Thanks for your time. Ah, look, it's always great to uh, to get get on the the owners, have a chat to sort of see what it's all about. <laughs> um, you know, it's not always the uh, the guys on the field; it's also the guys off the field that make stuff work. So, yeah, look, we appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy, so oh, no um, yeah, obviously, you know, there's quite a bit to get get through tonight. So. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, Tim, if you want to I'll start jump straight in with a couple of questions. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so we're in uh, round four, Darren. Um, okay. as, a, as a new owner into the to the ABL, um, you know, how do you think it's going? Um, and I guess you can split it up two ways. How's it going on the field with the team performance and how's the, the off-field stuff going, um, you know, the fan engagement, that sort of thing? For sure. Well, look, you know, again, thanks for uh, allowing us to have a chat to you guys. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, look, I, let me start with the on the field because obviously you've got the uh, the table up there. So, you know, seven and nine. Um, probably, look, you know, would love to have uh, a few of those one-run games that we've lost in, you know, some you know, extra innings or some walk-offs. You know, if they turn those around, I think we'd be, uh, you know, I'd be a little bit happier. But in all, overall, um, you know, the performance of the, you know, the team, uh, how they've come together, uh, how they're performing, how they're working together on, on the field, I'm, I, I'm ecstatic with, you know. We, we would love to have had some results go our way that haven't. Um, but as far as how the team's going, um, just the the attitude of all the players and how they're really digging in, I think it's fantastic. And, you know, I think that's showing, you know, and that leads into really how I think the fans are actually engaging with the team. I think they really do see, um, you know, that they are putting out, putting for them, out for the fans. They're really digging in. Um, they're not giving up on any any way, and you know, the fans are loving that sort of you know scenario and and what the guys are bringing to them. And they're they're spending a whole lot of time with the fans as well, and really making sure that you know we're giving that 
the guys are giving access to people to be able to sort of you know spend time with them really happy to sign things for kids and and for any fan really um so yeah that's all going pretty well so yeah i can't i really can't complain i'd just like a few of those one run games to have gone our way that's all that's baseball <laughs> yes it is it is and i think everyone i think we've we've won a couple of one run as well so there's probably some people on the other side go yeah well you've won some by one run you know and especially and on the weekend yeah, when a, we, had a, we, we had a good comeback we on the out. weekend didn't you yes yes i tell you when we're yeah when you're going into the set going into the seventh and you're five down you know yeah that was uh and you played a six five result i'll uh yeah i, I suppose I've got, I've got to take that those as uh as the upside without doubt <laughs> yeah that's that's baseball it happens uh Happens both ways. You'll uh, yeah, you'll uh, exactly. be all right. So, and off field, the fans. You're having good good reactions from the fans. Um, oh. I know you brought brought back Funky Phil, who's a fan favourite. Yep. Um, with the kids, so that's going going well in your view. Yeah, look, it really has. So we've you know really focused on you know a, a few aspects of for for the fans. Firstly, is to making it you know cost effective so obviously the ticket pricing whether you you know walk up to the gate or whether you're buying a flex five or even a membership um, we've tried to make it really cost effective for fans to get in um, we took a lot of um, you know you know, looking when we first announced that we were coming on as the as the new ownership there was a lot of talk about you know uh, sort of you know, food and drink that was offered last year and years previously. So we sort of listened to that. So, you know, we've got traditional ballpark food. You know, you've got your hot dogs, you've got your nachos, you've got, you know, you've got ice cream, you've got all the things. And then, you know, at the bar, you've got, you know, a VB, you've got a cold and cold, you've got all the different things that you sort of, you know, want to be able to have. So we've sort of tried to listen to what people are after in the first instance and sort of cater to that. And look, I, I suppose what we're comparing it to is, and, and look, the fans have responded well to that, so I, I do that. And Phil has been integral as well. He's really driving our engagement with the clubs, um, and you know, really making sure that you know we've got involvement of the kids on the field. We've got involvement with people, you know, you know at the stadium, and that sort of stuff. And he does a he does a fantastic job. Where he gets his energy from, I don't know. Um, the man like, doesn't doesn't have co coffee or. Uh, alcohol. So, I mean, imagine, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you, imagine if you put either of those things in that body. Yeah, um, I, no, it'd no, be a mess. no, no, I don't. Um, so, no. so those types of things has been really, really good. But what we set out to in the first instance was really go, if a family went out to a pub on a Friday or Saturday night and, you know, family, let's say a family of four and you went out, you, you're not getting out of that night under 200 to $250. That's just what you're going to spend if you go out on a night out. So we've really set that as our benchmark as to what we want to be able to, you know, what we feel that families can afford or would like to afford when they go out. So we're looking at, you know, when you can get into the game, you can get something to eat and you can get some merchandise and you can get something to drink and still be within that 200 to $250 mark. That's where we think is a really good sweet spot, and that we are competitive with other things that people are doing. Because people have a lot of they, people can spend their money as they want. But we want to be a really, really good option that everyone loves. They had a great time, and you know what? I'm coming back again because instead of going to the pub, we'll go to the baseball and we'll be able to enjoy ourselves and spend the same amount of money. So that's what we're trying to do: is give people some really good value for money. That, that's what they want. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I mean that's. That's you know always been the been the thing. You get the kids there, and the kids bring their parents, and yep. you know away exactly. you go. You've got and then if you if you buy some merchandise, in, yeah, you buy some merchandise when you're there. 
you know, it then goes into the household and it stays around and there's a connection while, when you're at home and that's what we're trying to build by making sure you can go in there and buy, you know, a big foam finger for like $5, which, you know, we're selling, you know, truckloads of them and it's fantastic <laughs> and I love it. And, you know, we've got the big home run chains, you know, which Phil walks around in and you yeah. can buy those and, you know, you see, you know, kids as young as three or four with the chains on just, you know, swagger down. It's just, I, I love it. Like it, it really, it really is fantastic. And, to give you what you know, I and let's let's talk about the fit on the field and off the field. I, I can't control the Ws that the Blue Sox get on the field. You know, they're, they're really it's the players, it's Tony, it's the manager, and they do a fantastic job. And they're going to try and get us as many Ws there. But I can try and control the Ws in the in the stand. And the Ws to me are that a family when they leave go, I had a great night. It was really really good, and we're coming back. The other W for me, and the reason why I'm involved is when I get um, a young kid come up to me and go, Darren, I want to be a Blue Sock one day. And that's the reason why I'm doing what we're doing is we want that next generation of players to have something to aspire to and put a product out there that they loved and that they'll come back and that they want to progress with the sport, stay in the sport because they can see something that's on the field that's great that's in the stadium that's great and gives them that feeling that they want to still be involved in this great sport that we have for a number of years. That's what it's all about. And, and that's the reason that like, that kid coming up and saying, I want to be a blue sock, that gives me the tingles at the back of my neck. And that's the reason why we're doing what we're doing. We do have a question go. here. Um, <laughs> Bert Fitzgerald. How did yeah, Dan <laughs> yeah th thanks, Shoes. Um, yeah, so I used to be a shortstop a long, long time ago um, and used to be a little bit athletic a long, long time ago. And that was back in the days when, you know, it, you know Aussie was, uh, it was, was patrolling the shortstop sort of, you know, for the, the Cardinals. Uh, so, yeah, I was diving around and, yeah, I got the nickname Oz. And, you know, in baseball, you've got to get a nickname. And and when you get something like Oz, you just stick with it because, you know, there's a lot worse you could get. So yeah. uh, let, let's ask what, let's ask why Brett Fitzgerald is called Shoes and, and sort of go, well, he was the first person at Vikings to actually break the rules and wear white shoes because the actual rule at the club was you could only wear black shoes because that's what the Yankees wore because we had the Yankees uniform pinstripe, so you had to wear black shoes. But he wore white ones, so he got the nickname Shoes. There you go, Mr. Fitzgerald. <laughs> there you go. You... And he thought he was throwing you under the bus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Plenty of room under that bus. Um, okay, so we have the next one. So you've just you know, some of the good things that are going on there. You've already uh, got a feel for some changes you might want to make, um, you know, improvements to to that fan experience. Um, we all know we've been, you know, there's there's Blue Sox tragics amongst us all. Um, I think I was, I've been there out there for, you know, since they started. Um, yeah. And I've, you know, dropped off in the last couple of years because, you know, you've, you're coming off a, a tough little spell from, from a fan experience um, yep. perspective. Um, so any changes you, you're already thinking about, any bigger plans you've got, or you're going to keep it all a secret and and um, no, tell I, us later? Yeah, look, I suppose in the first instance, we're sort, of, you know, we're sort of a bit of a duck in water. You know, we're calm on the surface, but we're paddling like crazy underneath to try and get things going and what we want to do. Um, you know, we're, you know, we really are going to sort of, you know, just 
keep doing what we're doing this season and then sit down afterwards and go, okay, what went right? What went wrong? What do we need to do and give ourselves some time? Because we've really only, we stepped in the 1st of July um, and there's been so much on that to try and get everything together to, to make it all happen. Um, yeah, we do have things, okay, let's do that in year two. Let's go that in year two. Yeah, I'd love to be able to, you know, organise, you know, buses from, say, Newcastle or for Wollongong and get people to get come on buses to come in and then go back so we can provide a, a level of service for people that are outside of Sydney. Um, obviously, you know, there's the walkways just opened up between Rudy Hill Station and to the ground as well that actually takes out the half hour that was walking around so you can actually there. So how do we engage people to catch the train out on a Friday, Saturday night, and we can sort of have all those types of things because people probably don't know that those things. I was going to say people people don't even know that. Like yes. Blacktown's always been a challenger for a facility. Um, you're probably finding that out now if you didn't know it before. Yep. Um, yep. So there's things like that. Like you know, get, I don't I didn't know there was a walkway now. You know, there is, and it only opened probably around about four weeks ago, if that. Okay. So just so um, so yeah, so and that then cuts. The trip from Rudy Hill Station to the ground to only about five or ten minutes walk. You know, so those are the things. So how do we work those into packages that people can get on a train and get there? So how do we involve that type of stuff? So you know, if people do want to come out and have a couple of drinks, or just get out there easier as well, because look, not, I do know the easiest place to park. <laughs> I do know, you know, Blacktown International Sports Park on a Friday night is a commitment, and, and I take my hat off to all the fans that come out and see us on a Friday night in particular because you've had a week, you then got to get in the car and get to to, to there. I, I do appreciate really what the fans do to, to be there and we want to try and give that back. So, you know, how do we do it? We, well, let's try and get some more engagement with people coming in from some other areas and make it easier for them. Uh, we'd love to be able to step up the food offerings. We've we bought in, you know, a combination of food trucks this year because, you know, we I just didn't feel that we had the expertise to carry out a really good food offering without really with we'd probably lose money and you just go well why bother about that let's get some experts in let's learn what people are after and then sort of go from from there and what can we do to improve that you know the the one area that sort of is still a, that we need to work on is that is that what used to be the beer garden area where the barbecue is on yep. that that side of where you're at, so we'd love yeah, right. to just just yeah. just down to my left here. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. So yep. yeah, so I'd, we'd love to be able to use that area in a great way that you know you could you can come along and utilize that. But again, they're the they're the U two plans. Yep. You know, for the first bit, we wanted to make we put the the fences up, which you've probably seen that we put the fences yeah. all the way down the line. So baseball New South Wales and ourselves went together to make that happen. So we do appreciate baseball New South Wales coming to the party and working with us because we wanted, you know, I was really concerned about line drives going into one the family hill area and then the barbecue area. So it, it feels a lot safer now that they can the kids and families can be in those spaces. So those are the things off the top of my head that yeah yep. definitely need to be able to try and do. Um, and you know, try and make sure, and then really listen to the fans and go, what else would you like to do? You know, and we, we will try a lot of things, and you know, you'll see that you know we always had the Pirates Appreciation Weekend last weekend, where you know some people came dressed as pirates, and we gave out, you know, the Pirates gave us Pittsburgh hats to go to give out to fans, and we had you know lizard skin grips that we got from you know Pirates lizard skin grips that we got, you know, and then obviously this weekend's the the Sonic Weekend. Yeah. So what tell us oh, about so, that? Well, uh, one of my other businesses, so um, I, I, run a, I run a video game business and we actually do the distribution for 
for, uh, for Sega. So, um, yeah, so we spoke to those guys and also to our really good friends at, uh, at Xbox, uh, Jeremy Hinton, Julia and Steve there. Like, they, you know, Ju- uh, you know uh, Jeremy's a baseball player from uh, a long time ago from the Cronulla organisation. So they've, uh, they've given us some consoles to give away. I've got some Turtle Beach headsets, which we do distribution for. We've got Sonic Game and then Sonic mascot will be there at the game as well so um so they're the things that we're trying i'm trying to tie up a few of my things but i sort of think families sonic baseball right. video games it all comes in together and also if you obviously turn up this weekend we've got uh an amazing christmas bauble for everyone as well so everyone that comes in is getting a christmas bauble so you can put that on your christmas tree again so it's something in your house with the blue socks logo but everyone gets a free christmas ball when they when they come in this weekend so i, so I had to ask the question darren yes because it's gonna it's killing me yeah. are you gonna have a mascot race oh you've beat me to it Nemo. <laughs> oh man for sure yeah no, I, i'm not sure if that sort of you know that might cross over some guidelines uh so uh so yeah maybe maybe not this time we'll uh We'll have a chat to the powers that be and see whether we can do that. Uh, Sonic, well, you know, look, Sonic is the fastest mascot in the world, so you know, obviously he's going to win. So you know, that, that just goes without saying. So we need to work out a way of you know structuring that, you know, in a, in a better a way. Handi- so, we need a handicap race. Yeah, so so Sid gets a bit of a fair chance. You know, Sid's, it's, you know, you know, Sid's just a sock. You know, he's an angry sock. He's an angry sock, but you know, he's, a, he's a sock. So you know, Sonic is the world's fastest, you know, hedgehog. So. There we uh, go. Exactly. Well, you've also got Phil. He's the fastest 50, 50 year old. So yeah. <laughs> Phil, Phil wins. Phil wins. Yeah, not with not with the, the home run change will uh, slow him down, mate. <laughs> so, uh, yes. I, I was thinking you could have, you know, like a Mr. Freeze in the outfield. <laughs> oh, that yes, that would be very cool. You could if we could do something like that with Sonic, that would be very, very cool. That would be cool. <laughs> very good. Yes, yes, yeah. I'll take that on board. I will take I will take that on board, i.e. steal it. Thank you very much. <laughs> no I'll, I'll, right. I'll send you the um the invoice. Thank you very much. It's a promotion, but it's all right. Just promote yeah. promote the promote the show. It's all good. Exactly. Um, so what else we've got on the list? I'll I'll jump into some of uh, Roger's yep. uh, uh, questions as well. Um touching on Blacktown. We know that's where uh, home runs go to die. Um, yep. always has been. Um yep. What's he got there? Any field improvements are on the wish list? Look, what I would love to do, um, I'd love to be able to put the um, you know, the the bullpens along the uh, the infield, like on the left field and the right field fence, and actually bring the fence in and have the bullpen sit behind a fence that's sort of there and bring that bring that fence in by about you know a good you know, you know fifteen meters to make that a little bit more of a, you know, a home run. I think people would like to see a few more home runs. Um, you know, it, it's not about, you know, making it like, you know, as small as possible, but I, but I think some changes could be made to go, you know, take the bullpens, put them into the outfield, but put the fence there. So you've got them in the left field and right field fences. They then come in through there, then take that fence all the way along. Um, that could be something that could be, I, I think, that slight change of bringing that fence in and utilising that area could be good. We can then utilise down the fence line to be able to put some more seating Seating. and some different areas as well. Um, And, you know, I I think it would be something that could work. Look, you know, I think there's there's probably other priorities that we need to do. So as a club, you know, that would, if we said, if you had, you know, someone came in and said, here's some whole lot of cash to be able to do some stuff, uh, 
I'd put it on the radar. Um, I think I'd love a, a new scoreboard. The scoreboard does have some issues in the heat uh, yeah. and it obviously does get hot out there. But that's nothing to do with anything. It's just, you know, the, the technical issue within that. So I'd love a bigger electric scoreboard to be able to do more things with the, the crowd engagement and those types of things. So, yeah, I think those two things in particular, um, for the players, we'd love some, and look, I know Baseball New South Wales has a you know a grant to do some things there with an indoor hitting facility and some other things. So that that's part of it. Have a look at Baseball New South Wales AGM notes. There's there is a grant money there to be able to do it, and they're working with you know Blacktown Council to get a long term plan to put that in place, which I think would be fantastic to be able to do it because you know unfortunately in Australian summer we get a lot of rain, and it just seems that every Tuesday and Thursday when we go to training there it's like are we on for training today because not that i'm training i'm just going out there um but yes yeah, so, um are we on for training because it looks like it's going to rain and you know i'd love for the players to be able to know hey we can come out and still do hitting and still do other drills if that facility had those things so i know it's on the radar for the nsw so in the next yeah. few years i think all those things will be, be addressed yeah, which is great it's probably yeah, sort of one of the, the things that he had there as an example you know synthetic like melbourne melbourne's got the synthetic infield you know that's uh that's obviously a baseball New South Wales more sort of question. Um, yeah. Having come from the States recently where I had a, a bunch of 18-year-olds at the Babe Ruth World Series, we played every game on synthetic fields in D1 um, NCAA college and even a D1 high school. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, it's a huge um, financial commitment, but yep. we played, you know, rain, hail or shine, as soon as the rain stops, you're on. Yeah. Um, one of the things we, we all need to just, you know, obviously take into or take note of as well is without, and I'm not putting this back on, the without fans being there and without, well, without us improving the product for the fans to come and without fans being there, there really is no reason for councils or governments to spend money on something if we're not getting the engagement. So it is up to us like as, as, as the owner, ownership group, to get a product out there that people want to come and see. And if we've got the people that are coming out and there and supporting the, the sport, then that gives us the weight of numbers to go back to people and go, hey, can we get some things done? But if it's only a few of us and we're doing stuff, then, you know, where's, where's, you know, where's the benefit for councils or for governments to you know, give us that grant money to do things? So I'm not saying it's, it's not a please come out and see us so we can get things done we have to produce a product that you want to come and see but if we do please come along and the benefits to all of us in the baseball community i think will be you know will be a lot if we get that engagement and if we can do that and, and they're the things again that we're thinking about as a longer term thing as, a, as an ownership group sydney loves um winners so i guess that pulls <laughs> us on to one of the yes. <laughs> pulls us on to one of the um the other questions that we had um you know goals for this team for the season from an ownership group's perspective i mean you know, it's pretty obvious, I think, what you're going to say. But, you know, tell us what your goals are. What do you expect? We, you know, coming from the bottom, you know, dweller for the last couple of years, What what's a realistic expectation for us on field? I think playoffs is realistic. Um, and I think that's the goal that we've set ourselves is to, to be there. Um, what happens in playoffs, you never know, you know, because, you know, by the time we get to the end of the season, um, injuries, who actually can put together nine players <laughs> you know sometimes at the end of the season is going to be tough uh because of injuries or players going back or different things such as that so i've set the goal of playoffs 
and I, I think that would be a, a you know a good result. And where we go from there is you know from there you know where do we want to be? Um, I'd like to see us in sort of you know some type of you know you know championship playoff within the next you know three years. That so how do we get to that? That's that's the goal is the, is three years. So you know, year one, year two, year three. So yep. and you know it's about establishing you know our culture of you know what we want to do it's working with tony to get the right players it's working with our affiliate partners like pirates chiba and other th other people to show that you know we're looking after players we're doing the right thing by players and that they then you know give us you know you know we, we thank them for the players that we've got now we'd love to have them commit more and more to us but we have to show that we can look after that and we can respect them, making sure their players are healthy and that they don't go back injured and what do we need to do to make sure of those things. So we've got to, we've got to demonstrate what we can do to get that and that's where we're saying it's going to take us that time for those other to go, well, here's some more players, here's some other players, here's some, you know, you know some of the other clubs are getting, you know, round one drafts, you know, how do we get to that level, you know? Okay. How do, how do we ask the Pirates to give us, you know, poor schemes? You know, how does, how, does, you know, how does that happen? Well, maybe we don't get schemes, but maybe we, you know, maybe we get someone else, you know. But, you know, that, I'm not saying we're going to get that, but that would be nice to be able to be in a position where we'd even be considered. I know it's not, but it's where, okay. where we'd like to head to. So on that one, so, you know, what are the, you know, you've mentioned the Pirates. Um, you've got, who, who are the other the other Chiba. professional team? Chiba from? Chiba. Yep, Chiba Lotti. Mariners, yep. so he's from Japan. Uh, and then we're sort of, you know, talking with some other teams in you know, Korea and also in, uh, in okay. Taiwan as well. So, yeah. but in, at the moment, it's based, you know, basically looking at the Pirates and Chiba and, you know, that relationship's really strong. Um, you know, the, the Chiba players have been fantastic. The Pirates players have been fantastic. And they're, they're really putting in and, you know, they're very, very professional, you know, great athletes and showing, you know, you know a way of how you play baseball, which is, which is, you know, I think is great for all of us. They're enjoying the um, the warm weather in December. I'm, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. You know, it's like I suppose it's like. Well, do you guys want to be posted in Pittsburgh for uh, for the winter, yeah. or would you like to go to Sydney? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, buried yeah. under under ten foot of snow, or are you happy to exactly. come out here and, and exactly. play baseball? Yeah. Exactly. And, and just on just on the players, Darren. Um, yep. Who's who's the player to watch? Who's the who's the Sydney player to watch this season? Who's well, who's, the, who's the guy you'd say is going to make a difference well look i think uh raito akita the chief alotti second baseman that we've got has been yeah, outstanding um yeah really has been you know he's a fantastic athlete you know hits well runs well his fielding's great you've seen a couple of the plays in the hole that he's made you know those other things you know you know he's coming off from I think he broke uh, the record bone last year, so he had you know, some time off. So he's this he's using this to be able to get back into some game time. And, you know, I think he'll have a you know really really good strong season with Chiba next year. Um, so I think you know yeah, and also coming as a you know coming from someone who used to play second base as well, they love watching him play. As far as that, um, you know, Mike Jarvis has been doing a fantastic job at shortstop. You know, he's silky smooth with the glove. Um, you know, he really is a tough person to get out. You know, he's hitting the ball well. He's a couple of home runs, stole on bases. You know, again, those pivots are fantastic. Then on the local side, you know, Solo, Solomon McGuire, you know, absolutely, you know, fantastic kid doing a great job. You know, always 
you know, the ball gets hit to the outfield, I go, oh, it's in the gap. Uh, and Solo makes it with, you know, three steps to spare, you know, grabs it. You know, he's just, he's reads the ball so well off the bat. And it's, you know, he's just a great athlete, you know, and he's coming up clutch in, you know, in situations, you know, that, you know, that triple down the line or double, turned into a triple down the line against Adelaide, fantastic. Um, you know, he hit the walk off against Canberra, you know, as well. So, you know, a couple of those ones. I could then go on and name everyone else, but yeah. if I was going, that, those those people are really. And it's also how those guys are conducting themselves off the field as well, you know. And you know, you know how they engage with the fans. Like to me, yes, they're a great. They're great. They're doing great things on the field, but they're really, really good people off the field and doing a great job. And the whole squad is doing that. Like they really are engaged. But you know, Solo in particular has done some some really cool things, which I'm you know very proud of him and what he's doing. So yeah, I'm, yeah, those three are standing out just to just for some attention in the first place. No, it's good. Not by much compared to everyone else. This one. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? What was on the uh, on the list from from old mate Rog? Um, oh, sign- oh you, yeah, this must be a Roger thing, is it? Signature food dish for only available <laughs> in Sydney, and he's got a couple of examples here. I don't know, you know, is he running? You know, unless you if you need some ideas, we've got uh, a two foot hot dog. Okay, um, we've got the nacho hats. Well, we had yep, seen okay. those before, yep. and um, an omega burrito. Omega Brugger, okay. Oh, look, I, I, you know, I'll go along. So I'd love to have, um, I think the signature hot dog is definitely something because, you know, obviously uh, it's just so synonymous with baseball. Um, So I think, you know, to have something where you could, you know, maybe have, you know, the the fans design, you know, hot dog and then we make it and create it and do something like that to really get that fan. Again, it's it's about a fan engagement. It's not about Darren McBeth going, hey, I want the hottest, you know, hot dog in the world and let's get people to try and eat it. But that could be something. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, again, we're just trying to make sure that we can produce the best product we can, that if we're going to do something like that, that we actually can do it. Um, we did look at all different ways of trying to get a whole lot of hot dog equipment to sort of do our own hot dogs and sort of have that. Um, so that's probably where the leaning is towards that type of thing. But, yeah, we definitely want to have some type of signature food moving forward. It's just working out how we do it with the facilities and what we need to do from there. So, yeah, it's a, it, year two. That's a, that's a year two goal, without a doubt. Awesome. Um, and just one of the other things, like you mentioned, the um, import players, and I think you've mentioned a couple of times the culture, um, you know, on the field, um, you know, is that something you, you're going to try and change over that that sort of two, three year um, time frame? You know, what, what, what sort of culture are you trying to build? Yeah, look, we, we really want an all-inclusive sort of, you know, um, team. You know, we, we want to build a base. And Tony... Is, you know, he's a fantastic manager. You know, he's a you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's you know, engaged with so many people. You know, with the Pirates organisation and been a, been around for a lot of years. And, and is a is an amazing people person. And I think that's really where it starts from. You know, is to give him the opportunity to bring in the players that are going to add on the field and off the field as well. Yeah, like you've probably you know, I'll probably come back to that a few times and, and I'll continue to come back to that, that, you know, we really want to build, you know, uh, a champion team, you know, to take the analogy. You know, and that means everyone pulling together. That means everyone working together um, and making sure that, you know, the people that we sort of, you know, draft in um, are, you know, 
the right people, not only that as a person that is able to play the game or play the position at a level that we want, but they actually fit in with the other team with other teammates and that they're not going to cause any issues within the change room and, and in the dugout. And that's an important part of how we want to, you know, conduct the club moving forward. You know, it's the it's the Sydney Swans rule or anyone else and we'll just call it the no goose. Uh, sort of you know, policy. We don't, we don't, we don't have to be too PG on this okay, one. Okay, so uh, yeah, so you we see some of the comments coming from your mate, you know. Yeah, so we just want to make sure that you know we've got the right people with the right attitude, and I think that's going to pay off in, in a long term for the club. Um, so it's making sure, as it, not only are they the player that we want, but they're the person that we want, and they fit in with what we're what we're trying to do. So, Darren, I guess this is a bit of a going to be a bit of a surprise for you. So, on on the podcast, we we actually have a, a segment called Sixty Seconds with Jivo. So, okay. Now we didn't we didn't tip you up to this because like we thought, no, nah, well, you know, we're, we're going to see how good he is in sixty seconds. Now, I can tell you that um, Roger holds the record of the longest sixty seconds with Jivo at three minutes twenty, <laughs> and um, him's at was it two minutes fifteen? So yeah, yeah, let's see. Right. Let's let's see how we go. Now let me just get up my little my little clock because it's it's all official here. We um <laughs> we don't do things by halves. But yeah, basically what we what we do, we've got a whole bunch of questions we're gonna ask you and um we'll uh we'll see how you go. Okay. Hang on a sec. Let's bring it up now. Okay, your nickname. Oz. What do you do for work? Uh, CEO of a video gaming company. Favourite food at the ballpark? Uh, hot dog. Pineapple on pizza? Yes. Favourite baseball field you've ever played on? Uh, Auburn. Favourite teammate? Uh, Mark Wiggins. Least favourite teammate? Breakfast Gerald. <laughs> 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 Most intense teammate? Um, oh, uh, Max Bowen. Favourite coach? Uh, Robin Klein. Walk-up song? Oh, they didn't have those back then when I was, a, you know, it's got phonographs. Um, yeah. Uh, what would it be? Nah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even thought of a walk-up song. Never, th never even thought. Never, never even entered my mind that I'd even need a walk-up song. So yeah, never, 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 never was there. <laughs> and um, last question: What's your favourite baseball saying? Uh, what would it be? I'm trying to think. I, I, I reckon the um, the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. I think yeah. that's the. Uh, I think that's how I like to sort of you know think of what we're trying to do, um, and um, that if we can build the right product and if we can sort of you know, you know get the right players and get the right things together, that people will come in. So yeah, all good. Yeah, and um, Brett's also said he's just going to repeat the word B. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and. And look, Darren, you know, we thank you for your time. Um, oh, no problem. You're, you're a busy guy. And um, have you got any last words you'd like to say to everyone on the podcast? Um, you know, 
the floor is yours. Oh, look, I, I just, you know, I just like people to sort of, you know, give us an opportunity and give us a chance. You know, if you've been involved in baseball or, you, or you're liking baseball is, you know, please come out and see the players. I think the, the guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, the volunteers are doing an amazing job. All, all the people are, are really putting a, you know, a big effort in. And, you know, I think you'll be surprised, you know, if you've fallen away over the last couple of years just to, you know, come out and, um, you know, give us a go, like really come out and have a look uh, and see, because I think the team's doing amazingly well. I think they've got a great work ethic and a great culture. Uh, the volunteers, like I said, uh, you know, we, we don't, we can't do anything without them. I, I thank them so much for all their hard effort and, and what they do, you know, and, you know, and my team in, in Stu, Kira, Lana, and, and my wife, Gail, you know, that are working tirelessly as well to, to get everything together. Um, you know, everyone is, trying to do the best we can and you know we're off limited sort of you know amount of time um to be able to get things and we'll get some things right and we'll get some things wrong so give us a chance give us an opportunity um and we're also happy to listen to you know constructive criticism on what people have done in the past and what we've done i wasn't engaged in baseball for quite a long time and, and what we're putting together is sort of a vision of what i think i'd like to do and listening to some of the fans but you know, I'm around. I'm at the ground. Come up and say hello. I, you know, I'm happy to do that. I'll be. I'll see you when you come in. I'm the one at the gate. You know, saying goodbye to you. So please, just come and say hello, and let's try and you know build you know baseball to a great level in Sydney and New South Wales. And by doing that, I think we'll get all the you know we'll get all the kids and the people in, and and that's what we that's really what we want. Let, let's you know. Let's take the Simpsons. Who's thinking of the children? Well, we are, you know, and that's what we want to do, you know. So, yeah, let's see what we can do. Daniel's also thank you for fixing the thing. <laughs> <problem. laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's, that's the important thing. Well, look, yeah, there you go. That, that what, what a what a great way to what a great way to finish, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Tim's jersey. Which, which Tim's jersey? I suppose is uh, the yeah, Sydney the grey one. The, the, the grey one uh, or the blue socks one. So, uh, the Sydney what, one. Is what, what, what's everyone's thoughts on the grey jersey, guys? How do you, how do you like the, the away one? Um, me personally, it looks like a training top. I don't know. Okay. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's fair yeah, like for me, I don't know. I've always, always like white. White's sort of always been the thing, or you know, you're, sure. yeah, a different yeah. color. I guess you know. Yeah. I've never really seen a so, grey uh, uniform. Yeah. So yeah, see, so I, I like the tradition, you know. Yeah, but, you know that's be, that's because I'm a Yankee fan. So you know, yeah, exactly. white white pinstripes, gray gray away. That's yeah. all you need. That's that's proper yeah. baseball. You know, that's what. Look, we we have gone to you know the the home uniform, very white, basic, and the gray for away. That that you know, we've gone back to that, and then you know we'll, we'll look to see what we can do as we move forward. You know, we've got you know I'll throw in that you know we obviously got our you know, great sponsors in Marucci and Victus and things like that which you know, we we get you know supply us all our you know jerseys and you know bats and sort of all that all the equipment so you know we'll uh, we did this on some pretty short notice we had to turn things around and you know next year we've got some time to think about how we can sort of you know change things up a little bit we're not going to change things up a lot I'll be honest like really I think for the fans that have bought things you know already you know I don't feel that we should be changing things dramatically we might add something like we might add another away jersey into the mix, but we're not going to take change something that someone's you know, spent their money on. I don't think that's fair 
in today's economic environment to just, you know, oh, well, thank you, buy another jersey next year. Uh, it's not how we're thinking. We want to have something for a couple of years so people can utilise those things um, and be engaged if you're going to do that. So, yeah, I think that's... A, uh, but we'll take that on board. We're definitely uh, looking at what we need to do. And, um, Darren, are you happy to come back on later on, like, you know, end of the season? Do I oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like to, yeah, yeah. Thoughts on that? Um, no, 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 that'd be great. That'd be good. Hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully you've got the Claxton Shield with you at that point. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Well, there's, there's a lot of space behind me to um, to put something. So, uh, Is that your trophy quite, cabinet? I was going to yeah, ask that's, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my personal trophy cabinet. Unfortunately, that's about what exists. So, yeah, looks, so, a bit like, uh, looks like a bit like Paramount Reels. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I'll the blue socks for the last 20 years, we, you know, what do you do? No, yeah, exactly. that's it. <laughs> no, well, well uh, thanks for your time, Darren. And, Thank you. Um, yeah, look, I, yeah, thanks, um, I wish you best for the for the rest of the season and um, no, hopefully we'll, we'll talk, you know, round 10 uh, going into the playoffs or something. That'd be great. We'd love to. Worthy. All right. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Cheers for that. Cheers. Thanks, bye. Well, uh, there you go, Darren McBeth, the uh, the owner of the Sydney Blue Sox. Uh, quite quite a good chat, Tim. What do you think? He's got some like he's got some great ideas. Like just picking up, you know, it's always been about if you get the kids there, you know, the parents have to bring them because they can't drive themselves. Um, you know, something I learned. You know, there is a new walkway to help uh, get there for public transport. That's always been a problem with yeah. Blacktown. It's such a hard place to get to from anywhere. Um, so, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, we'd like to change as fans or as baseballers, you know, it's not always in in his domain. Like, you know, yeah. he's he's using the Baseball New South Wales and Blacktown's facility. It's not, you know, he yeah. doesn't own it. So he can't, um, he can't make those sort of changes that we'd all love to see, but he's already thinking about it, which is really good. Um, yeah. Good to know about the, the way they've done their pricing and the way they try and, and, and make it more inclusive for families. Um, yeah, definitely. It sort of comes off that, you know, we talked a little bit of that about the bananas last week. That's a, a philosophy that that blew me away, you know, just that that pricing model to get people into the ground and, and get people engaged, um, you know, that keeps them coming back. And so, you know, they start putting it on on the field, turn around some of those um, close losses to, to, to big wins, and, and Sydney will come out and support them, you know. So... so um... Tim, I, I guess I'm going to put you on the spot, mate, because yeah, mate. Um, that's right. that's what I'm good at. What this time? What are your predictions for the weekend? Prediction for the weekends, mate. You're going to tell me who's playing or what? Come on. What do you mean? Come, on, mate. Well, you're, you know, you're, I think it's all right. So Sydney v Melbourne, isn't it? Sydney versus Melbourne. So yeah, what, so what, you've got, you know, what's, so what's the story? Start there. I mean, you know. Sydney's bats have got Sydney's bats have got to heat up a little bit. Um, we've we've Mate, got to, don't sit on the fence. We we need an answer. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sweep Melbourne. Right? Sweep Melbourne. And okay, we're gonna sweep Melbourne. Darren, um, Darren's probably in the green room going, "Okay, this is this sounds cause, good." Because they got nothing. Um, you know, we're gonna we're not gonna be leading the uh, the the strikeout totals uh, after this week. We're gonna we're gonna come back to the field. Might take a few rounds to. Um, to get off uh, off the leader of that one, but um, right, how about Adelaide Adelaide Canberra? Adelaide Canberra. Well, you know, Canberra's due, but um, the Giants yeah. are pretty hot. They got a they got a pretty hot side. 
um, you know, while while Adelaide keep winning, they're going to be hard to, to hard yeah. to stop with that with that side. Um, you know, seeing um, Wells throw the last few weeks and, and seeing him coming off the you know the Sydney winner yeah. uh, where he dominated, like it, it, it's going to be tough. Cambo's got his work cut out for him. Playing for Cambo, Cambo. So, 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 what are we, what are we going, mate? Sweet. Um, I think Cambo will get one. All right, three one, okay. And uh, Bandits in the Heat. Bandits in the Heat. Right. Um, oh, I reckon that's, that we, we might we'll call a split there. I reckon split. those two teams are pretty evenly matched. So. Um, yeah, we'll give that a split. Where's that? Where's that in? Is it in Perth or is it? Uh, uh, I believe it'd be Brizzy, uh, Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They can get. They. They'll. They'll split that. Yeah. You're gonna hold so, me to um, these um, picks, are you? Oh, mate. Look, I'm. I'm. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going all out because you know I'm pretty good in this tipping business. I've got none yeah, okay. right in so many weeks. So you know. I'm well, how about, be... yeah, how about you tell us how you would go, and then we'll oh, put the mate, we'll put the scoreboard oh, up next week. I'm consistently bad at everything I do, including podcasts. So, you know, like, <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm going to split Adelaide and Canberra. That's that's my tip. I um, I reckon it's going to be a split Melbourne and Sydney. I just can't see – yeah, I just can't see him taking more than two games off Melbourne. And I reckon it's um, – you're probably going to go 3-1 – Three one bandits over okay. the hoodie. All right, that, well let's lock, lock tip, those mate. lock those tips in, mate. We'll see how we go next week, mate. It's um, that, there might be one one person worse at tipping baseball than you. Yeah, Roger, because he's not here. You could be you could be looking at him. <laughs> and um, we've got a couple couple of comments here. Look at that. Um, there we go. Look, Troy did his record the socks. Troy's sweet. with me. You know, but, you know, yes. But, um, look, that's all we've got this week. Um, now, Tim, are we going to talk about our Sunday guest or are we just going to let people, oh, who, you know? Who have we got lined up for Sunday? Well, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of options, mate. There's, um, you should put up a poll and see who they want. Maybe, oh, uh, well, maybe we could do that. We could put up a poll. Does anyone think we'll put up a poll and see? Because like, there are a few options. We've got a couple of uh, couple of big hitters that uh, want to come on. So, uh, I think we might have a chat about that off air, Tim. About yeah, uh, who we go to yeah, next. We but, can't um, really put up. We can't put up a, you know, either or or both because that could uh, be the end of no. the podcast. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> it probably could be our last podcast, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> First time well, lasted. Yeah, look, that's that's what it's all about. And look, look, thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank Darren for his time. Yep. And um, look, we will hopefully thank, see thank you all Rog. again. Thank, thank Rod. Yeah, and thanks, thanks Rod, good. for uh, not showing up. Showing up. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, apparently, he had an internet connection. And he's, his router blew up. I don't know some, something about <laughs> <laughs> Electric, electricians. You know, yeah, the electricians' router yeah. blew up. Now, if anyone wants their electric electrical work done, don't speak to Roger because he can't even do a boiler uh, router. It's, um, oh, there we go. Look, All right. We'll uh, see everyone on Sunday night at 7 o'clock. And we'll let you know who's coming on. Yep.